Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, lolly, lollipop. Hey, get all these working on my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Skyrockets in flight. Oh, afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. Good afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on ACRFM, which is ninety-eight point three across Carlton District. 88.7 FM along the coast and streaming online at acrfm.org.au. It is uh, week two of the January special, which is uh, technically a week uh, behind when we'd planned it, but uh, these things happen. So, uh, welcome back, Max. How's your week off? Good. Busy? Yeah. What did you get up to? Um, well,. Not much, actually. Really <laughs> school, remember. school holiday-ish sort yeah. of stuff. Off to the speedway yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Good. It was my first time at the Premier Speedway. Mm-hmm. What sort of things going on there? Uh, it was a sprint car classic, right? Which is um a big race. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Sounds like lots of fun. Yeah. And, of course, uh, because we have uh, our V-January special, our special guest host with us is Felicity from Animal Nation. Welcome back. Hello, Joff. Hello, Max. And uh, we're, we're turning from sweet to savoury this week. Yes, we are. Mm, so uh, how's your week been in between? Oh, my be- week has been good. I've just been trying to keep everyone cool at the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just enjoying a bit of a summer spell, which is yeah, well, nice. Well, I know it, it feels weird <laughs> complaining that in summer there is hot sun, but... But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't do you heat. don't do it. <laughs> I just think last year we didn't seem to have a summer at all, which probably suited you right. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy in that middle ground where it's not too hot, not too cold. I'm uh, very yes. much a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, all good. Excellent. Well, we had uh, some great feedback from uh, our previous episode with lots of people jumping on board and uh, giving lots of feedback. So if you head to the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page, uh, we will touch on that a little bit later in the show if you want to uh, join in today's conversation about savoury things because we had so many different sweet things we uh, did, yeah. under the sun, which um, I won't say surprised me because uh, uh, very briefly again, uh, the the whole definition of uh, veganism isn't that it's uh, not eating anything ever again, <laughs> like the, the fresh air diet. <laughs> That's right. And it's, it's. I mean, obviously there are people who choose to eat a, like a whole foods plant-based yes, diet. Yeah. And obviously that's very, very, very good for you. But um, not all of us want to eat like that. And some of us like to indulge. That's right. And so this <laughs> this program is all about uh, overindulgence on uh, quite a regular yeah. occurrence. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the focus of uh, these particular episodes that we're doing are, uh, yeah, cutting back on um, the environmental and animal products, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's get straight into it with uh, our first segment. What are we spotlighting? (laughs) Chips. (laughs) Chips. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to look at chips. 
because I thought everybody likes to snack on chips or mm -hmm. just about everybody. So I brought in three different things, like not, I guess they're sort of in the snack Range, realm. yes, yeah. Um, but there are so many different um, chips that are available. Yeah. But surprisingly, there's often, um, a, you know, you would think a plain potato chip would be... Potato the, and, and oil, basically, and salt. Couldn't possibly be any sort of elements no. that would, uh, yeah. But there is often you will check the ingredients, and there'll be milk powder in them right. for some reason. But um, there, are, there are still so many different brands, like Smith's Smith's um, original potato chips, the Red Rock Deli, yep. um, lots of different ones. And there's also salt and vinegar is a little bit harder to find, but right. there's the Coles salt and vinegar and a okay. couple of other brands of salt and vinegar chips that so don't I'd, have the milk powder. Yeah, that right. are yep, yep, strictly. Yep. Um, vegan so there's certainly no shortage of the chips and then so today I brought in some Pringles mm -hmm. and some burger rings which yep. people might be surprised to know and also it, they're called veggie chips and they're um, these ones are chicken style so right. I, thought, um, well, that, I was going to ask that uh, how, how can you have a chicken flavored chip that uh, I, I guess chicken salt doesn't always have the... Well, that's right. Chicken yeah. salt doesn't have chicken in it. <laughs> and it doesn't really taste like chicken <laughs> no. in, all, in all honesty. But um, no, you'll find a lot of the different um, chicken-flavoured products... Herbs and spices. Are, are, are not, yeah. don't have chicken. And just for example, um, like two-minute noodles. Who yes. didn't eat two-minute noodles when they, you know, as an after-school snack when they were a kid? Um and all like all the Maggi flavors, yep. they're all vegan. Yep. So whether it's beef or chicken, and um, quite a few of the other two-minute noodles that are available. I'm trying so. to think back when we did uh, two-minute noodles. What was the the horror effect from that one? Well, I think they're one of the most unhealthy um, know, was, foods uh, available, aren't they? The salt content was super <laughs> high. Yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 it'll come to me at about two o'clock in the morning. I'll sit bolt upright and remember. Because uh, that, that was before we were podcasting these episodes, but yeah, there was there was some yeah. weird fact about the two minute noodles that blew our mind at the time. I remember um, it, it's also something to do with the the, pro the processing of the noodle, mm -hmm. like it's some uh, the way that they're it, yeah it, uh, freeze dried yeah. to well not freeze dried but yeah dried so that they're easily yeah. accessible to be two minutes. Yeah, I think that and microwave. Um, Products. Microwave uh, popcorn yes. is one of they're sort of like in that top sort of ten kind of not so great for your yeah. snack foods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, so burger rings, veggie chips, yeah. and Pringles all very different styles. Yes. Um, so the Pringles are a processed, but um, it's it's not just your you know hand sliced chips. No, they're a, they're an unusual chip, aren't they? They uh, want one, Matt. I think they powder it and then something mm. uh, before it then gets mashed into this magnificent it, design. And they are <laughs> incredibly Moorish. Oh yeah, one, literally once you pop, you can't stop. No. I, know, I know why they have that uh, slogan. <laughs> Such a unique design and the I, I always question were they thinking they were going to manufacture tennis balls or something when they designed the packaging? <laughs> That's right, maybe they did. Possibly. <laughs> But uh, a very hearty packet, um, lots of multi-use. Once you've used a Pringles tin, I know you can, you can reuse, reuse them quite often for all sorts of different things. Which makes you feel not so bad about the amount of resources that have <laughs> gone into it. <laughs> but um, it, it is, uh, like, it's very rare when you open up Pringles. You can almost, you know, drop the can two or three times and not get, and they won't break. Not get much yeah. damage on the inside. Yeah. It, it's a very cleverly packaged 
uh, yeah. product. No. In that and yeah, they're a point of difference, aren't they? <clears throat> and there's something about getting your hand, your hand right down right. to the bottom. <laughs> oh, I saw there was a kid that designed a Pringles puller. Ah. That um, you put, so the. Uh, the Pringles manufacturers would have to buy this patent, but it's like a long ladle that is in the Pringles can so that when you pop the lid off, you can just pull this little ladle up and it will be like a little elevator for your Pringles. Ah. But it's never been put to the, the Pringles can, whether it's too hard to <laughs> manufacture the can, put this thing in and then the chips. But I thought it was absolute genius. That's really clever. Yeah. But no, so the original Pringles and the salt and vinegar and barbecue... And a tomato sauce. I think they're all they're all vegan, strictly vegan. Right. Out of the flavors, obviously, I think the sour cream and chives, which would I have think has, milk powder. definitely has milk yes. powder in it. But um, there's so many different um, Pringles flavors these days. I guess you would have to check the packaging to ensure. Yep. And there, you know, there's lots of great websites that you can go to, like Vegan Easy. Um, if you go to veganeasy.org, they have a vegan cheat sheet, ah, right, which yep. is really helpful, and it's got you basically just can search anything that's just readily available in the supermarkets, and um, but. You know, as they say on their website, as, it's as up to date as possible. But you yep. still need to check because you know they do just suddenly change ingredients. Yes, so yep. you'd still would always want to check. But. Well, um, Pringles did branch out there for a little while from the savoury into the sweet. They had um, Christmas <laughs> flavoured ah. things of um, white chocolate and um, oh, I'm not aware uh, of that pumpkin pie for Halloween and stuff like that. We we don't see them much in Australia. They're kind of almost novelty flavours, I yeah. guess. But um, yeah, they'll they'll go into and they were chips. Yeah, still they, chips. they were still the Pringles. Oh, wow. Yeah, pumpkin pie flavored chips. Chips, yeah. Um, we've had the the cheese flavored ones here before, uh, the cheddar ones, and they they did a range there of around the world flavors at one stage. Um, but again, unless you're looking at the ingredients list, I'm assuming that uh, the milk powder would be yeah. the main thing that would uh, sneak into the I would think ingredients so. list. Yeah. Yeah. And some like there's sometimes flavorings, there's different flavorings that might have something. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it is usually in in this kind of product it's usually a milk powder or way that you'd be looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your thoughts Max on the uh the Pringles? It's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Do you have a particular <laughs> favorite that you go to? Um chicken or the original? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's odd. I was I Chicken chips is what I always went to as a kid, and I don't know when I grew out of them and became salt and vinegar. It's just the the, mm. the change in the taste. I don't know what it is, but I've never really hooked on to the, the chicken flavour in uh, Pringles. It's always been the sour cream and onion of the original, but uh, there you go. Yeah. I'm certainly not a fan of it, like whether, you know, even before and now, I just, I don't know. My husband, Robin, loves the chicken style, like chicken flavouring, so mm-hmm. these chicken style veggie chips he really loves. Gets into them. (laughs) um, So um, it's 42% potato. Right. (laughs) Do you want to know what the other... (laughs) Of course we do. (laughs) So wheat, starch and flour to make up the dough that's then pressed, um, which is combined with vegetable oil, salt and seasoning. So 60% is uh, kind of wheat based, Mm. which is what makes it sit aside from, I guess, your run-of-the-mill potato chip. Yeah, well, it certainly has a completely different texture. They have yes. a totally different texture, but they're... The other thing, they branched out into tortilla chips at one stage ah. and uh, like a corn chip as well. 
So, um, yeah, they, they do from time to time branch out with uh, different Pringles flavours into different styles of chip yeah. that are more chip than <laughs> Pringle. <laughs> but um, next on your list there, you've got the veggie chips. Yeah, we've got the veggie chips mm-hmm. open. Rustling. Rustle, rustle, rustle. Yeah. Which, uh, again, um, not tr- traditional in the uh, chip style no. of hand cut chip. They're kind been. of more like what, like a prawn cracker, prawn cracker that style. type of texture. Yeah. It, it's not for me. Yep. I find it's like eating styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> My brother is obsessed with these. <laughs> but uh, I know exactly where you're coming from. So it's definitely got the crunch factor, Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you giving on a scale from zero to ten? Right, crunchiness. Oh, probably nine. <laughs> nine. Nine for crunchy. What about yeah. for taste and uh, texture? It, it's not the strongest chicken flavour. Yep. But um, it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one's also gluten-free. Um, so we haven't gone down that side of uh, the talking about gluten-free <coughs> diets and things on the show much, but um, a, yeah. a positive there as yeah, well. Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. There's lots of people who look out for that now. So mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah, flavour-wise, it creeps up on you, I guess. Um, the veggie chip, you taste the, whatever the chip is, the base, a lot more than the actual flavouring on the outside. It's a light dusting. You can feel the flavour on it. Um, in your fingers, but then when it comes to the taste, it's almost as you said that styrofoam. They the packaging in um, when you're transporting stuff, they did at one stage. I'm not sure if they still do it, but instead of having styrofoam, they've made a um, potato-based uh, oh, packaging yes, yes. because kids used to put them in their mouth mm. so often that it would dissolve, and it's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. it, it um, comes back to almost a like a gluey taste in mm. your mouth. Yeah, it's certainly not for me, but a lot of people like it. A lot of mm-hmm. people. I mean, because I never liked a prawn cracker. Yes, like I yeah. never that never appealed to me. But um, it's um, yeah, certainly. Now is it the entire veggie chip range yes, that's yeah. vegan? The whole yeah. lot. So because um, they too have you know the sweet and sour and mm. um, chili barbecue. Gosh, they've got yeah, oh, they have a lot of different flavors. all sorts of yeah. different flavors, and they very much promote. That they are vegan friendly, like they have it on their label, like on the you know on well, their packaging. I did notice that because even the sour cream and chives has the vegan mm. yeah packaging on it. So um, uh, as well as the vegan, uh, sorry, the veggie chips, they also have rice crackers and the um, the deli style chips. Yes. So all look to have come under the the vegan range because they've all got that. Um, logo on it yeah. yeah yeah and i think it's it just it's it's telling that it just shows how the market is shifting that people are looking for that it is now a, yep. um you know a, something desirable to promote a product with rather than in the past it was probably seen as well what's that going to be like because a okay. lot of people are adopting a plant-based diet for the environment or their health yep final one then burger yes, rings burger rings so uh again this is probably one that uh I'm, I'm never a fan of the barbecue-ish flavour, and I'm not sure, I can never pinpoint what herb it is, whether it's like a tomato or a capsicum or something, um, that I've never been a fan of, because it's the same with um, tubes when they came back, mm. uh, they're a tomato sauce flavour, Yes. and I've never been a fan of that. Again, not 
for me, although I do find if I start eating them, I <laughs> can't stop. Keep going. But burger rings, they have always had on their packaging contains milk or milk products. Right. And so they were considered, everybody just assumed they weren't vegan for yep. years. And then someone actually did some research because there's nothing in the list of ingredients mm. that is any of those things. Yep. And um, the company actually did confirm that there is no milk or milk products in it. Yes. You might often see may contain yep. on a... From the factory produced that has other products yeah, that may and that's done for this, you know, for safety, people who have yes. allergy, uh, uh, you know, allergies. And so what they've done is they've just left contains, not may contain, mm -hmm. and so they are like so they're always causing dramas at vegan parties <laughs> because someone's saying these aren't vegan. I've been eating them, and it's like no, no, they are. They're definitely the company's confirmed. <laughs> so well, yeah, that's right. It's just it's. Corn and rice base, vegetable oil, rice bran, salt, sugar, and a soy-based vegetable protein, and then um, the flavour and mineral mm -hmm. salt sort of stuff for flavourings. Um, onion powder, tomato powder. Maybe it's tomato powder that powder that uh, I don't know. It, it's the, the tingle factor, mm. I think, that I'm, I'm not a fan of. But um, yeah, as you say, contain. It says contains milk or milk products. Contains soybean or soybean products. And none, and none of those things. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, there is, um, there is, yeah, no, there is soy, isn't there? Yeah, but, but the, um, the, yeah, no, the certainly... list of ingredients has no milk no, products whatsoever. No. And the company has now confirmed, but they just haven't changed their packaging. Mm -hmm. So I don't know whether it's just like a mean joke for on vegans or something. <laughs> well, speaking of mean jokes, Burger Rings did turn up uh, once in, um, uh, what's that TV show, Millionaire Hot Seat. Oh, yeah. So the the early questions they give are a um, you know very easy to get the answer right. So you build up your bank sort of thing. And one of the first ones was which of these is not piece of jewellery commonly associated uh, as a relationship between two people? And the contestant incorrectly locked in anniversary ring <laughs> when burger ring <laughs> was the answer. <laughs> so uh, not sure. Uh, <laughs> Not sure how that would have gone down uh, mm. with his partner, but um, yeah, Eddie McGuire apparently presented her with, uh, with, a, a, with a burger ring as a consolation <laughs> prize. There you go. Uh, so out of those three different types of uh, vegan products, Max, what? how would you rank those? Pringles, then I don't really normally go for burger rings. Yeah. So then the veggie, veggie chips. chips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably... Yeah, I'm probably the same tier there. You're nodding yeah, along there, I, Felicity. I definitely. Oh, like I, I love Pringles, and the other two, yeah, I can take a leaf. <laughs> yeah, it's I again. Uh, I was just saying, my brother's one of those people that will go for veggie chips all the time, but he will also uh, demolish a packet of burger rings and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, there's it's that texture that really appeals to some people mm -hmm. and others. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. No. But there you go. As you say, lots of different chip ranges out there that uh, basically potato and flavouring yeah, cooked exactly. in oil, therefore vegan. Yeah. So a reasonably easy uh, start to Very much. our uh, Veganuary Savoury episode. We'll uh, take a little bit of a break and we'll be back to go head to head with some biscuits. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion.
It is time to go head to head here in the studio. And uh, what's next on the agenda, Felicity? Crackers. Crackers. We're going crackers. Some people would say I already have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, there are so many different crackers out there, like, yes. as you'd imagine, water, water crackers, crackers yep. and then there's saladas, which is a, a big favourite with a lot of people, yep. and cruscuits, and there's, like, heaps, like, there's just so cruscuts. many. I have not so many. in And um, rice crackers, if, yep. again, you like eating styrofoam, <laughs> most, <laughs> pretty much all the rice crackers. Plain rice crackers are, um, are good to go if you're a vegan. And then, like the bagel crisps, Abe's yes. bagel crisps are a good good one to choose. And they're original and roasted garlic and rock salt are all um, fully vegan, which yep. is great. But we're going to look at Savoy and Ritz crackers. Right here. So both of them very similar looking. Yes, the packaging. <laughs> you would almost think they are... Uh, the same biscuit except the Savoy has kind of a lighter, lighter, um, or it's, would you say speckled baking? Yeah, it's more of an uneven. Yeah. Um, and the. Cooking process. The Ritz just looks buttrier. Yes. Like it's, you can see that there's more going on in it. Yep. The definitely. Savoy is more, it's got a little bit of salt on one side, but it uh, does definitely look like a much plainer. But uh, yeah, got to be careful <laughs> on the on the uh, supermarket shelf when you're looking for one or the other. I mm-hmm. guess make sure you uh, know what you're looking for because they are very similarly packaged. They are, yes. But again, serving similar purpose, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, do you have a preferred one that you'd go to normally? You do, yeah. yeah. What about you, Max? Savoy. <laughs> yep. And uh, do you have a particular favourite uh, topping? Because, I don't know, do you just go for these plain or...? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you have in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your biscuits and dip or do you layer things up? Dip. Just the dip? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've, I've seen some pretty amazing platters. Uh, when you think about how simple these biscuits are, they can, they can really go to town oh, to... Yeah. To and make some amazing combinations. The whole grazing platter now is such a thing, isn't it? That's <laughs> so right. People go to a lot of effort to make very extravagant looking <laughs> chips and dips. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So how do we want to uh, pit these against each other? Well, you I think it's just head to head. Yes, which will we try first? Got a preference? I don't know. So, Savoy first? We'll okay. try Savoy first. So as we said, they look a little uh, crispier. Um, the... Uh, Baking process, you can you can definitely tell they've been baked. They've mm. got the the bake mm. marks in them. Yeah. Uh, that crinkled edge, as you said, light sprinkling of salt. Quite flaky. Mm. Yeah, they're a, they've got a really nice saltiness to them. And for a dry biscuit, having kind of that, I guess you can taste the the baked flavour. Does yeah. that make sense? Or is it just the salt? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lingering taste, and I'm not sure if it's the, the biscuit taste or not. This, I think this is the first time I've ever eaten one without something With, on Just it. plain, yeah. <laughs> I'm appreciating it anew. I don't think it's a salty aftertaste. No. No. It's a, got a light flavour mm. to me, like more. But, yeah, I'm struggling to put my finger on exactly what the... 
the aftertaste is. Because you can definitely taste the salt as you're chewing through it. But there's something that lingers. And it's not a wheat taste. It's not a sugary taste. I cannot for the life of me. Maybe it's just the, the Savoy taste. Maybe it is the secret Savoy taste. <laughs> <laughs> the 12th herb and spice. All right. Okay, well, uh, how's that affected you, Max? It's good. Pretty good? <laughs> yeah. Hasn't dried your mouth out too much? No. No. Yeah, I, again, for a dry biscuit, it's not done like saladas will take all the saliva out of your they mouth. They do. They dehydrate you um, if you're eating them just plain. They're very good for uh, those whistling competitions. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this is this is even... I don't think I've ever had just the plain Savoy on its own, but uh, it's not too bad. No. It's, it's definitely better accompanied by something else. But, uh, yeah, I could, I could go a dry one. Yeah. Yeah. But the Ritz, as you said, does look a, li- a bit butterier. Yes. Um, and, again, it's been a while since I've had one of these, but I feel these are more melt in your mouth than the, the dry, flaky. They are, right. They've been cooked on one side. Mmm. So not as flaky, more crumbly, would you say? Yes, they're sort of... Well, they're sort of more. There's a like they they melt in your mouth, buttery flavour and texture rather than yeah a lighter snap and yes. But even the um, the biscuit makeup, <laughs> I don't know if we're talking biscuit genetics on the show, but um, the the Savoy did have like um, it was a lot of air through it, mm. whereas these are a lot more compound. There's the slightest air bubbles sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's a it's a nice nice taste. And not, a bit not sweeter a, too. Yeah, not as salty. It's more a sweet mm. sweet biscuit. Yeah. Mm. They're more dangerous to me <laughs> if you are eating them. <laughs> Just. Um, what do you think, Max? I think the Savoy's better over the Ritz. Yeah. I wonder then if that would influence what you would put on them, because if the Savoy's already got that salty taste, you layer it up with things that pair better with salt over sweet mm. so like a tomato and that sort of thing well i think you need a lot less on the ritz don't you because it's already so, got the mm, yeah so maybe just plain cheese and yeah but but yeah i think consensus is savoy or for me it's ritz ritz yep yeah. oh we're going head to head definitely in the studio here <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let us know, 0439 329 713. So Max is on Team Savoy, Felicity's on Team Ritz. <laughs> so you're the decider, Jonathan. Oh, What's it to be? I'm very much an impartial voter. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm thinking Savoy. Okay. And I don't know what the, that, as I said, that lingering taste, whatever the heck it is. I don't know whether I could eat an entire box <laughs> of just plain ones <laughs> that would definitely need to have something on it. But uh, yeah, both of them pair really well with layering up with all sorts of different flavours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, uh, we'll stick those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page as well for people to battle it out. And tell us what you think, people. And when we look back at our previous episode, we were uh, talking sweet vegan treats and our head-to-head was different raspberry shortcake or jam fancies. It was pretty even, which surprised me. Uh, I was thinking it was definitely going to be a, a one way or the other. But uh, Jam Fancy's just tipped over the line just. there. 
We also had some Activite fans <laughs> on the Facebook page <laughs> as well. And sea salted chocolate fudgy bites. We were asking if anyone had extra lollies that uh, they could add to our list. Um, so have you had the dairy-free sea salt covered fudgy bites before? No, I have not. Mm. So uh, fabulous freeform factory apparently with no other ingredients. Oh, right. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> so uh, fudge made with raw sugar and soy, swashbuckling sea salty creamy bites. Oh. There you go. To look out for them. I've, I do know that brand, yep. but um, I haven't tried them. There you go. Well, we'll take a quick break here on Afternoon Delight. We'll be back with more savoury treats right after this. Hi, I'm Shani. Hi, I'm Hayley. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to OCR FM. You certainly are listening to OCR FM. This is Afternoon Delight, and uh, we're in the middle of our Veganuary Savoury episode. We're about to go head-to-head with uh, something that, if you were to say this word out loud, people might say... What the heck? How can that possibly be vegan? Cheese. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, cheese. Cheese, yeah. Traditionally. Cheese, obviously made with, milk. Made with yeah. milk from cows and yes. sheep and, and goats. goats yep. But um, there's lots of different vegan cheeses on the market now and they've certainly improved a lot right. as the market's grown. Mm-hmm. There's just been... It's, um, you know, the techniques and the scope of all the, the different products used to create them is changing. I mean, I remember when I first became vegan 10 years ago, it was oh, um, 11 years now, I think. It was um, pretty much only the soy cheeses mm-hmm. available, whereas now you've got um, cheeses being made from coconut milk mm-hmm. and um Ocean, like all different types of yes, products, bases, and, yeah. um, and they've improved a lot. There's still um, probably limited choice for really nice, fancy cheeses in yep. in the everyday supermarkets. Yes, you, um, as opposed to specialty ranges yeah, and stuff like that. There's brands like um, Follow Your Heart and Demona, and um, there's a fabulous one that's just made locally in Melbourne called Hello Friend, and um, they just make absolutely delicious um, cheeses that I think people would be hard-pressed to tell the difference, yep. that, to know that they um, are not made test. from in the traditional way. So, uh, But in we do have a, a great choice now in the supermarkets for more basic cheeses. And I brought in two today. One is um, the Sheesh che- Cheddar, uh, which is a Scottish brand. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, the Bio Feta right. to, uh, to try. So, um, yeah, they're both like the Feta to me is an excellent um, version of feta. You know, like the Danish feta, do mm-hmm. you, you know, it's sort of smoother and creamy and yep. not like the more salty, crumbly, crumbly yep, yep, yep. Greek style. It's it's more like that Danish style feta and that's a coconut-based one. And then the shish cheddar is, is a pretty good. Like I prefer it for just grating and putting it into a bechamel sauce or right, yep. something, um, you know, in that kind of way. But, um, you know, just as a slice of cheese on a cracker, it's not bad. What about you, Mr. Max? Are you a, uh, a cheese fanatic? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if you've got a particular favourite style of cheese? Do you like the softer cheeses or... Soft ones. Soft ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. And any of the kind of the creamy ones, like the, I don't know, brie and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah? Brie. Brie? Yeah. Go with a uh, biscuits and dip sort of arrangement? Yeah. <laughs> and we know now that you're a Savoy man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, uh, what what are we uh, seeing here in the studio then? 
So we've got this biofetter, which I thought we can try first if you... Give it a shot. Have you had feta cheese before, Max? Yeah. 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 You want to take that one, Max? How do you uh, normally have your feta? Salad. Salad, yep. Yeah. Oh, and then like a nice Greek salad. Yeah, that's Cucumber normally where I come across uh, feta. Yeah. Yeah. Through with olives and tomatoes and stuff. Okay, so it's, yeah. Mmm. Very smooth. Mmm. It's creamy and it's, it's, um, it's got a nice saltiness, not overpowering saltiness, but Some still. of those, yeah, feathers can have kind of that really sharp mm. um, tang to them. What are you thinking, Max? It's good. And would you, if you just tried that with, without knowing, would you just assume it was just, you know, cheese made the regular way? Yeah. Mm. So what was the base for that one? That's a coconut base. Coconut. I was wondering if it was, yeah. Because it's almost got that coconut cream. It's the smooth that's yeah, yeah. The smoothness is um, definitely you can have a look at the ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's water, coconut oil, starch, sea salt, vegan feta flavour, <laughs> and olive extract. Right, there you go. So the vegan feta flavour is obviously their secret ingredient. Their secret, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the uh, the kernel's secret, yep. Okay, and then the cheddar. Yeah, so this is the shish, <laughs> and it's a uh, Scottish brand. Right. And it is made with coconut oil as well and potato starch. They're the main ingredients. So, so again, this would be good for those that are lactose intolerant as well. Yeah, that's free. right. Because yeah. that's it. I mean, obviously... I'd be love. I want everyone to stop eating animal <laughs> products for the animals, but um, there are lots of reasons that people do choose not to mm-hmm. eat, at, eat them, and certainly lactose intolerance is one of them. Yep. Surprise, surprise! We're not baby cows. <laughs> <laughs> just up on the uh, afternoon delight Facebook page, Brianna has jumped on to let us know that she's a Ritz fan because they're ah, softer. Yes. So uh, sorry, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna's got good taste. Not that, I mean, I'm enjoying the Savoy with the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so again, texture is exactly the same as your mm. dairy branded cheeses. And it's got that strong, that that strong cheesy flavour. Mm. But um, yeah, I think it's as the supermarket brand, like the ones available in the supermarkets go, it's it's probably the superior one. The cheddar taste. But yep. there are just so many different ones out there. If yep. you Search Vegan Cheeses Australia and you'll find. And a lot of the IGAs um, stock the more, you know, fancy ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not um, salty. Like, I was expecting a saltier taste for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, smooth, creamy. Yeah, and it melts very well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually a really good one for a toasted cheese sandwich. Yes, yeah. And But the bio cheese, from the there's a um, cheddar in that as well. And um, as a melted cheese, that's a, that works really well too. I didn't bring it in because it's. Um, I just don't think it works well in this with this kind of Setup. scenario. But yep. um, as a melted cheese in a toasty or putting in your cheese, cheese sauce, or, you know, it, it works very well. Like yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. There you go. 
Do you have a preference for either of those there, Max? Or feta. Cheese and crackers? Yep. Yeah. Go yeah. with feta? No, feta's good. I'm, I'm actually um, the cheddar for that one. Like, I okay. like the feta. And again, uh, as Max said, probably through a Greek salad or something like that um, mixed up. But um, yeah, for the cheese and biscuit so- style of thing, I, I was yeah, quite partial to the cheddar. Oh, very good. Mm. Well, then I also brought in a couple of dips. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously, there's heaps of dips out there. I mean, Which would all be based in... That's right. Hummus yep. is my favourite. That's one always my go-to. And <laughs> obviously, hummus is traditionally plant-based. Yes. Um, but obviously, dips is just blending stuff up. So, and um, so a lot of the dips, instead of using the egg or maybe the cream cheese that they might have traditionally, oh, they're right, yes, using yep. nut-based, you know, maybe cashew Almost to like get a, that creamy bulk. Oh, to the, yeah. the creamy style. Like yeah, a, so yes, it's yep. like really blended through, not like, yep. the, you know, in a pesto where you'd still get the some crunch. of the, the, yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah, graininess. Yep. Um, so I brought in a couple of Chris's dips. Um, one is One has been on the market for a long time, which is the sweet potato and cashew. The other one they've just brought out probably in the last six months or so, and that's a French onion, mm-hmm. and which obviously French onion is traditionally very much not vegan. Mm. Um, but so I was very happy to find this one. One that would on be. The shelves. Okay. And then. So um, quite a light colour for the um, French onion. Oh, I tried the sniff test. It just doesn't work. I don't have a sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have COVID, do you, Jonathan? <laughs> uh, no, I've never had a sense of smell. I, it's one never of the, in your life. No, it's one of the worst things for this show. It's <gasps> got to be super strong for me to be able to smell things. So I rely on Max. How strange. What's the uh, what's the, the sniff test doing for you, Max? I don't know what it smells like. Oh, okay. So mm. French onions um, usually are uh, very oniony. <laughs> to me, it's a lot lighter. Than the traditional French, French onion. onion, but flavour-wise, I think it's it's, it's a very like the caramelised onion mm, taste. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was impressed with that. Again, if you had not told me that, that it didn't have the the base mm. of like a cream cheese base, wouldn't be able to tell. Like. No, and it's got a. Uh, um, like a lot of like baba ghanoush, which is the eggplant dip, mm-hmm. and that often uses eggs, and it right. gives it quite a light, fluffy sort of texture, and it's similar to that. And obviously, this doesn't have eggs in it, yeah, yeah. But it's that similar kind of texture, I would right. say. See, some of those things I just was not aware of. Mm. What do you think of the French onion, Max? It was good. Yeah. 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 It, I, it's yeah the the caramelised onion. It's I, I seem to be stuck with salt today. But uh, not as salty as some of those other French onion dips. No, some of them are very, very salty. Yeah. A, a much, a, a, like a, a stronger, stronger, more p- overpowering flavour. Yes, that's that, right. that definitely is a more mild flavour. yeah. yeah. But, um, and then, and then um, what did you say, sweet potato and cashew? sweet potato and cashew. And both of these products, they've got plant-based labelled on them. On them, so, yeah. Um, so very much in favour of... Um, Letting folks know. Yeah. That's the basis. I'm a big sweet potato fan. I love... I, a, I eat a lot of sweet potatoes. <laughs> it's got a, um, a like a pumpkin-y sort of colour to yeah. it because it's sweet potato. And then you can see the uh, flecks of cashew and... What herb is it? Is it an onion or...? It is. Hmm. Not quite sure. I'm just... Struggling with this tiny print. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's green. It might be like garlic. chives or 
herb one. Uh, oh, coriander. Coriander. Mm. There you go. Coriander. Which it isn't a strong coriander no, flavour. Which it's, can be very overpowering. Yeah. And I, again, I love coriander, but a lot of people hate it. They have mm -hmm. It's that genetic difference in our palates. Yep, so yep. For some people, it tastes like soap. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is, um, again, it's got bits of the cashew through it. It gives it that texture, but otherwise quite a very smooth mm. taste. Oh, they're both, um, it's just really good. There's, there's just so many different products just popping up. Yeah. Um, and um, companies are realising that it is, a, a, you know, a marketing tool now mm -hmm. to yes. get people in. Yep. So um, there's, uh, it's in, amazing, like in the... Um, in the freezer section of the supermarkets now, you can get four and twenty plant-based pies wow, and right, sausage yep. rolls. And the sausage rolls aren't bad, but the pi the pies are just fat like they're excellent. They're really good pies, <laughs> um, and very much like what I remember four and twenty pie to be like. The pastries are pretty much identical, identical and yep. the. Um, uh, they're um, using TVP, which is textured vegetable protein, which is so a soy-based sort of you, anything that um, you use it anyway with in anything that you would use um, for meat uh, mince, substitute, like right? So, yep, yep. And so it's got similar texture and exactly the same appearance, and um, it's just a matter of what you flavour it the, with. So with the pie and to be the gravy, the gravy and, the, yep. and everything, and um, we, I've served them to people, and they've thought I'm giving them a meat pie. Yeah. So. I, I think the uh, one of the Christmas um, events that OCRFM had, from memory, you may have <coughs> had something similar. Oh, I, I think it was one of the Bolaramas. Bolaramas, yes. is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. were La Panala Pies, right. which is a little baker, bakery in Preston, right. in Melbourne, and they've been making those pies. They make full-size pies as well as party pies and party sausage rolls, and... Um, they are just so delicious, and everybody who eats them just assumes that they're just a regular pie. Regular pie, yeah. So again, for the um, benefit of afternoon delight as a savoury um, option, yeah, party pies and sausage mm. rolls would also be on the, the menu. Yeah, and yeah. there's quite a few um, different brands in this um, supermarket freezer now where you can buy party pies. Too easy. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a uh, preferred dip there, Max, from uh, those two? The French onion. French onion, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. I guess with the, the cashew one, it'd be the uh, anaphylactic would be the only people that would be steering clear of that, I That's guess. That's right, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. and unfortunately, like lots of di lots of the dips coming out do have nuts in them, mm. um, but, you know, you can make them without them. That's easily. right, and yep. I think dips are, is one of the easiest things you can make at home for yourself. If you've got a blender or a mortar and pestle, you can make dips. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, goodness me, we are fast running out of time here on Afternoon Delight. We'll have a short break and we will be back after this. An afternoon delight. We are coming to the end of our uh, Veganuary episode to the savoury options. And uh, before uh, we wrap things up, I thought we'd uh, see what we've learned. <laughs> and we'll uh, see if we can go head to head in a bit of a, uh, uh, a vegan quiz, I guess is the um, best description. So uh, this hasn't been prepared by me. This is a totally vegan buzz quiz. <laughs> Um, so there's uh, 12 questions all up 
you can play along at home. We'll share the link on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page. If you don't want the answers, maybe uh, block your ears. But um, we'll kick it off with uh, food additives. We've talked about some of those. So which of these is vegan? So cochineal, soy lecithin, gelatin, shellac, lanolin or beeswax? Which of those do you think would be and uh, the others are not? Can you remember some of the ones that we did talk about? Gelatin. Yep, so definitely not. <laughs> I can't remember any others. <laughs> any others? So I'll... Uh, cochineal. What was so cochineal, Max? Do you remember do you what remember? cochineal was? No. For but the colouring? Red colouring? ground up the... Plant. Oh, the bugs. bugs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shells. Parasites. Yeah. So can you work out which of those would be vegan? Cochineal, soy lecithin, gelatin, shellac, lanolin, or beeswax? Beeswax. No, because they're used by bees for the hive. No, it's the soy Sorry? lecithin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's derived from egg yolks, but when it's made from soy, it is vegan. Yes. Technically. Uh, which plant milk has the most protein? Oh, that's an interesting one. Would it be soy milk, coconut milk, oat milk, almond milk, cashew, or hemp? Soy. It could be... Taking a stab in the dark with this one, I think. I. Do you want to have a guess? You're thinking soy? Yeah, I don't know. I am going to go hemp. Hemp, okay. It is soy, well oh, done. Oh, well done, Max. Well, actually, <laughs> I, I forgot to uh, to give you the... Uh, uh, on the first one, but uh, that was a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, soy milk is the leader in protein. Seven grams Very per good. 120 mil. Plenty of protein. Mm. Where do we get our protein from that's it <laughs> <laughs> which of the following is not a real vegetable so uh, there's lots of uh, vegetables out there uh, which of these is not uh, romanesco muli gengar dudi spelt d-u-d-h-i or jacama oh goodness I don't know any of those See, i know one of them's a pokemon so uh, i'm not sure if the ah. pokemon's name has been based on a vegetable or not I don't know any. Romanesco, Muli, I know Romanesco is. Duty and Jakama. See, to me, a Muli is the... um, A Muli is a a, thing you stir... Yeah, jams and stuff with. To separate the fruit from the the Mm. seed. I'm pretty sure the Gengar one is a Pokemon. So that's the one that I was thinking. Do we want to go with Gengar? May as well. Hey! So Romanesco, <laughs> Muli, Duty, and Jakama are all real vegetables. Gengar is uh, one of the original 151. It's a ghost-type right. Pokemon. None and can I just all. say, you don't have to eat these obscure no, vegetables. No, that's right, to be a vegan. No. <laughs> I've never heard of any of those except for Romanesco. <laughs> uh, what is the smallest citrus fruit out there? Is it the navel orange, the yuzu, the grapefruit, kumquat, or mandarin? Oh. I think mandarin. I know this one. Thinking mandarin, that well, it is quite small. Would it be between kumquat and yuzu? Mm, I was thinking kumquat. I, I would think kumquat. It is yes, the kumquat. Right. Tiny, tiny, no bigger than an olive. I don't know what they are. So <laughs> they just look like tiny, tiny oranges. oranges. So small. Uh, which meat substitute on this list is not made from soy? So the others are tempa, tofu. I'm going to say tempeh. Tempeh. E-E-H, there we go. Uh, Yuba or Satan? Satan. 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 Don't want to get that one wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The others are soy-based, one isn't. 
I don't know. I'm not sure. No. Is there ones that you do know you could rule out? No. No? I don't know. I know those... Yeah, we know tofu and tempeh. Yeah. So tofu's, gr- like, t- the soybeans have been, you know, ground up and strained and tempeh's fermented soybeans sort of mushed together. Mushed together. So you can actually see the beans. So I'm, I'm going to go out on the limb. Considering that Felicity helped me pronounce <laughs> Satan, I'm guessing that it's Yuba. No. Oh, it's a seitan. It's seitan. <gasps> seitan wow. is um, basically made from wheat. It's gluten flour. Right. And you can make amazing um, mock meats with it. It just gets a real chewy, um, that texture of where you really have to masticate. Yep. to um And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great product. But obviously not good for people with gluten intolerances. Yes, but yes, yep. it's, um, you know, it's a it's fantastic. And you, what was it? Yubu. Yuba. Yuba. Never even heard of it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go home and re- read about it. Um, which of the following is not a legume? Uh, Balotti bean, chickpea, flagellate bean, mung bean, shorn bean, or red lentil? <laughs> What's a legume? <laughs> legume, so a bean. Ah, okay. <laughs> mm, I do like me some Sean Beans. <laughs> I think the Vicar of Dibley does too, doesn't she? She does. <laughs> I think Felicity might be giving you a big hint there. Yeah. Go with Sean. Yeah. <laughs> so he's an actor best known for being in the Fellowship of the Ring and Game of Thrones. Uh, which vegan sweetener would not be derived from the sap of a plant? Molasses maple syrup or agave nectar which is mm. not the sap of a plant molasses maple syrup or agave nectar um, i don't know <laughs> well it'd be agave that's what i, I mean think, isn't molasses it? is this it's is it molasses, is molasses. Is it? oh it's the product of brown sugar of course Oh, yeah, it's that. a process. It's yes. part of the process. Yes. Maple syrup is a sap from a maple tree. Agave nectar is made from the sap of the agave plant, I would have thought. Right. Oh, there you go. Oh, we're learning something today. We are. You'll be tested on this again, Max. <laughs> I hope you're taking notes. Uh, which of these is not a meat substitute? Mycoprotein, jackfruit, textured vegetable protein, tempeh, and bazinga. <laughs> bazinga. I'm hoping it's busy. I'm going to take a stab in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> That's Sheldon's catchphrase. Jackfruit's amazing. Um, have you have you had jackfruit? I haven't, but I have seen it. And you talked before about the textured vegetable protein. Mm. Yeah. Uh, which seasoning would you use to replace the flavour of egg? Paprika, sumac, turmeric, black salt, maris, biber, or zatar? No idea. Yeah. That's a tricky black one. Black salt. Black salt? Okay. Yes. Black salt known as Carla Namak. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, it's, um, it's I don't know, is it sulfur? What well, it the, says what it's is got it? a strong sulfurous odour similar to egg and when South you Asia. Put it in your tofu scramble. I don't use it because I actually prefer a non-eggy tasting scramble. Yep. But um, it went, it's just bizarre. It just tastes exactly like egg. There you go. It's just... Okay. Two to go. Uh, which thickening agent is vegan? Agar, gelatin, collagen, or albumin? Now, I'm thinking it's probably related back to one of the questions we answered before. Which one can you rule out? The, um, the gelatin. Mm-hmm. Not that one. Yep. And what's collagen <laughs> from? I can't remember. That's okay. <laughs> Do you know what albumin is? No. It's from Egg pigs. whites. 
So does that narrow it down for you? The top one. Agar. Agar, which is, of course, from Seaweed. Mm. Uh, which we spoke about on the previous episode. Uh, which of the following is not a real grain? Quinoa, <laughs> Tim Rice, Bulgur Wheat, Pearl Barley, or Buckwheat? Buckwheat, I think. I think he's a character from uh, The Little Rascals. Yeah. <laughs> is sure that who that? it is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's probably Tim Rice. Well, I think that would be a sensible guess. <laughs> best known for working with Andrew Lloyd Webber. So Bulgur Wheat, Pearl Barley, Buckwheat and Quinoa are all derived from uh, seeds. Is milk vegan, Max? No. No. Correct. So uh, 10 out of 12, that's not too shabby. Oh, we did okay. We did, we did. We'll uh, <laughs> post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And uh, we're almost out of time here on uh, Afternoon Delight. We've got uh, a couple of things to uh, finish up with. Yeah, I just wanted to just um, put a couple of websites out there for people. I mentioned the Vegan Cheat Sheet before, which is um, you can find it at veganeasy.org. Mm-hmm. And Vegan Easy is a great, it's um, based in Australia and they can help you um, meal planning. They have a, like a 30 day Vegan Easy Challenge yep. and um, you get a full meal plan. You can have a mentor if you want somebody to email back and forth with asking questions. Um, but they've got their vegan cheat, cheat sheet, which is really helpful. And then also Peter Australia do an accidentally vegan um, sheet as well. And you can find that at peter.org.au. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, there's veganuary.com for, if you want to learn more about veganuary. But there's a, another... Um, vegan challenge challenge 22.com right. and you can go there and again sign up for a meal plan there's heaps of different um ways that you can get support out there if you think you might want to give it a go and i just um just wanted to mention a couple of films yes, which i think yep. are, would be really for people to really understand why people like myself have chosen this um this way of living and one of them is called peaceable kingdom the journey home and you can watch that for free online at peaceablekingdomfilm.org. And that's a, a very beautiful film that follows, I think it's five different people who have gone from basically either being farmers or somehow working with animals um, to becoming vegan and having a completely different relationship with, with animals in their know, lives. Outlook, and yep. it, um, it's, a, it's a very beautiful, moving film, which I think... Um, l- has sort of certainly opened a lot of people's eyes up. And then, of course, there's an, an Australian film called Dominion, and that was made by Christelle Force. And uh, in 2018, it came out. So it's very current, and it pretty much shows you what happens to animals from everything from food production to fibre production, uh, laboratories, and then entertainment, so horse, horse racing, greyhound racing. So it covers everything. And I will say that it's a difficult watch, mm-hmm. it, but it is exactly what happens to animals. Yep. So if we're going to use them in the way we do, then we owe it to them to actually face what, what's, what's happening happened. to them. Yep. And you can also watch that for free online. If you go to dominionmovement.com, you can watch it for free online. And we'll put and uh, copies of all those links and stuff up Thank you on the Afternoon Delight yeah. Facebook page. It's, it's narrated by Joaquin Phoenix as well as a few other big name celebrities so it's it's got a lot of support from high profile vegans around the world there we go well thank you so much felicity for uh, coming in and helping with the program thank you joff and thanks max it's been a real pleasure and uh 
We look forward to uh, hearing some uh, Animal Nation in the future. I Yes, I promise I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> but, but that's it from us. All things going well. We will be back same time next week, 3pm on a Sunday. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for the city. You're welcome. Thank you. Catch you later. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight Gonna grab some afternoon delight My motto's always been when it's right, it's right Why wait until the middle of a cold dark night When everything's a little clear in the light of day Is always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyline rockets in flight Afternoon delight